Hello ladies from around the world. This is your host, Yemi Majakodumi from Widow Recovery Secrets. It's another lovely day in England today. Roughly 23 degrees at the moment and it's barely lunchtime. I wonder what the weather is like where you are. I hope you're safe and well. Well, today is podcast 138, finding the holidays a chore or a delight. That's my question to you today. But Before I carry on, I want to thank you again for sharing our podcast, listening, downloading and basically encouraging others around you if you do not do so at the moment please share it and try and think of at least one person you could share it with each day thank you the aim is to reach at least 10,000 widows in a month so what am I talking about today I'm talking in the context of the holidays you might not be on holiday but your children might be on holiday or your nieces or nephews So I thought it's a time to just think about how you see the holidays, being a widow, since you've lost your husband. How has it impacted you? I know it's a time when people get lonely and nostalgic. So to put into context, the holiday roughly means, which a lot of people don't apply it to, is a period of leisure and recreation, especially one spent away from home or travelling, basically, where no work is involved. So my question is, do you stop working when you're on holiday? We do know that many widows and single women worry about who and how to go on holiday again. After being single and perhaps having no adult children or younger children to accompany them or to take on holiday. However, I've now, through my research as a widow, surviving nearly 10 years, I've done a lot of research and I've come to realise that there's an amazing number of holidays and short breaks tailored to meet your needs as a single individual. The only thing you need, I think, is to be courageous. And from the feedback I've got, once you do it once, you'll be fine. You start to get more courageous. So do try to be open and do not cancel traveling completely out of your dreams for the future. Traveling meaning in the country you're in, out of where you are located, or going abroad to another nation. Of course, it'd be lovely to travel with a new partner or husband. However, your life has to continue when single, and that's what I encourage you to do. Some of you might have to take holidays or time off work at this moment because your children are in school. So it might not be a proper holiday, but you're at home and perhaps working online. However, when you do, when your children get older, there's a chance you can make more choices and pick a holiday that you really want to go on or a country that you've always dreamed of wanting to go and it gives you another direction and a place to enjoy and perhaps plan your future and what you want to do once your children leave the nest. So the point of this podcast is just to encourage you during the holidays and to give you a perspective on travel and now you can still travel even in single singleness. So and it's important to explore places that are unfamiliar rather than the normal places you will go. Because you will get to explore, as we know and read about daily, new traditions, culture and people. The main thing is, as long as your budget can permit it, you might just meet that new husband where you go or new partner, you never know. But the benefits to being single is that you can make spontaneous decisions and action then, especially when your children have grown up. There's always positives to being single. So please enjoy while you can. 
And it's a period also of preparing for what might happen in the future, if you're going to be married again or whatever. Never neglect the situation you're in. There's also benefits to it. Henry, wherever you are in your grief and family age, you deserve to take a break from work and the normal day-to-day of life. So I'm just giving you seven prompts or reminders what to bear in mind when planning a holiday. So I'll give you seven because there's seven. There's quite a lot, but I'll minimize them to seven. So number one, planning the days to take time out in advance. There's advantages to that because you get to plan, you get to save more money also and project the costs further afield rather than have to pay lump sum or you even get a cheaper rate. Number two, be clear on what you can afford and spend. So have a specific budget and try and stay within it. Choice of company, who are you going to go with? Are you going solo? So when you go solo, you're going with a solo group of other individuals. Sometimes it can just be a totally women's group. It could be age specific. So you do your research properly, but there are a lot of companies that do that now. And you have your own guide and you share the same account. You share a big house with everyone having their own individual rooms. And you have a guide on site that takes you around. So you're pretty quite safe. Number four, inform work of dates you want off and lock in messages on your email to auto-reply. Sometimes we forget to do that. You keep still getting messages and emails when you're on holiday. So that defeats the object of resting. Number five, move all short, move all shortcuts to social media apps to connected with work into a little box so it's not easily accessible on your phone. Number six, consciously minimize looking or having your mobile phone on you every second. Your family you've left at home should have details of where you're staying and the hotel number if there is an emergency. Number seven, minimize access to news on television, radio and social media. You're out there to just experience, experience where you are rather than looking back at what's happening at home. Do you know that the ability to totally disconnect from work and really relax, enjoy all the facilities there, the massage, Whatever you have exercise, going on, walking, cannot rejuvenate your perception of what you're doing now, what you want to do in the future. And just to give you a few stats from a solo holiday company, more and more Generation Xs, that is us, 19, born between 1965 and 1979-80, are leading the return to holiday, to travel and holiday, especially independently. And solo, and a lot of the women joining our women only tours are in their 40s and either single or divorced. They are not letting the lack of travel companions stop them from traveling, they are treating themselves to a fabulous trip. So, that's a tip to encourage you. But it doesn't matter what age you are, as long as you're healthy, ale and arty, you should go for it when you're ready, even if a holiday means being away on a trip isn't on your horizon now. You can plan it for the future, especially for the period when your children leave home, go to university. So sharing with you today, I'm now in a position, which I appreciate in many ways, to solo travel during off-peak seasons for the first time in many years. Not having to plan around the school holidays and pay quite higher prices, which many of us are still doing and many of us do not do anymore. And just go on holiday. So please think ahead of your next dream holiday. 
where it will be and reference the points ahead in terms of what you want to do. If you're worried about who to travel with, Google solo holiday providers and you'll be amazed at the provision and the number of women in similar situations. It's an opportunity to make friends. The only thing you need is to be courageous, really. If you're part of a community network, that could be another way to connect with people to go on holiday. You might be part of a church, a synagogue, community group, school group, whatever. This is another way to find people who will go on holiday. But I think you own your courage by going on a solo holiday. Because you're stepping out of your comfort zone. And you come back feeling, by doing that, that encourages you to do new things that you may, might never have thought of before. So just so that is just food for thought. Sometimes grief also makes you step out quite boldly and fearlessly. And that is why I'm running my next workshop on managing fear in the world we are currently living in. So if you haven't booked for my next bi-monthly workshop, do so now at walkingoutofwidow.com or go to events price to get the tickets. They're running out very quickly. So just to say, that's a short snippet of the holidays. So I hope it helps. It's a refresher. There's nothing really new in what I've given. But sometimes we get so bogged down with running so many things and doing so many chores that we forget to self-care. So I'm saying again, thank you for sharing the podcast. If you're visiting this podcast for the first time, I'm very sorry. But I hope you find something in my library of podcasts to encourage you and embolden your work. Continue to share, download. And please think of at least one person you can share it with to encourage them today. I'm signing off again. This is your host, Yemi Majekodumi from Widow Recovery Secrets. Stay well and stay blessed. Thank you very much.